You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up with the Warriors. We're recapping the Thursday night game between the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Lakers came into this game sorely lacking in talent. They already shut down LeBron James, Lonzo Ball, and Brandon Ingram for the year, and Kyle Kuzma was ruled out of this game. So basically on paper, this looked like a varsity team versus a junior varsity team. The Warriors had dramatic advantages at every position. Here were the starting lineups just so you can see the extreme talent disparity between these two squads. At point guard, Steph Curry versus Rajon Rondo. At shooting guard, Clay Thompson versus Alex Caruso. At small forward, it was Kevin Durant versus Contavious Caldwell-Pope. At power forward, Draymond Green versus Mo Wagner. And at center, DeMarcus Cousins versus JaVale McGee. That's an enormous disparity at literally every single position. And the question for the Warriors coming in was, would we see them actually take advantage of that talent disparity? Or would we see them do what they've done on more than one occasion this year, which is get pretty sloppy and take for granted the fact that they can kind of sleepwalk their way to a win? They did a little bit of that towards the end of the game, but thankfully they came out of the gates absolutely firing, and they put on a show. They seemed to recognize that this was an opportunity to have some fun, make some highlights, go out there and win in a pretty low-pressure game, and just have some fun. And, And they were having fun early. They jumped out to a huge lead in the opening minutes and never looked back. At one point in the first quarter, it was 31-8. to eight. It was pretty clear to everyone on the, in the games, on the bench, the coaches, the fans, that this game was over pretty much as soon as it started. But interestingly, despite a dominant first quarter, uh, Steph Curry never really showed up scoring the ball. He did not score in the first quarter, despite the Warriors leading the Lakers 39-12 to after the first frame, a 27-point lead. But Curry did not score. He did have six rebounds and five assists. Overall, it was kind of a funny game for Steph. This was his first game after Marcus Thompson II broke the story that he has had not great vision due to an eye issue he's experienced his whole adult life and started wearing contacts lately. And ever since he's been wearing contacts, he's been shooting the ball ridiculously. This was the first game since that story, and kind of hilariously, he shot just 3 of 14 from the field and 1 of 9 from beyond the arc. So that was a little funny. But despite him not being able to score, again, a 27-point lead after the first quarter, Kevin Durant 
was incredible in that first quarter with 11 points, two rebounds, four assists, shot four of five from the field, three of four from beyond the arc. And it was just a team effort. DeMarcus Cousins was really brutalizing the Lakers' bigs down low, getting everything he wanted and out-physicaling them. And Curry, despite not scoring, had highlight passes and really controlled the offense. In the second quarter, they started to hand things over to the reserves, and there was a slow start and some sloppy moments. But for the most part, the reserves played pretty well, and that was highlighted by Quinn Cook, who had really a sensational game. He had 18 points tonight, 8 of 13 shooting. Also had a rebound, an assist, and a steal in there. And he just ran the second unit very well tonight. But the Lakers reserves were not scared by the huge deficit. They brought a lot of energy in that second quarter. They outscored the Warriors by nine points in the second quarter. Took advantage of the Warriors getting a little sloppy. And really just outworked Golden State to at least get the game into a little bit of a more manageable range. In the third quarter, both teams came out with... A little bit of limited energy. It kind of was a little sloppy. No one seemed to be trying too hard. It seemed by the time we got to the second half that everyone realized that this game was over. Let's get to the end without there being any injuries. Let's let our bench players get some opportunities. Everyone seemed to be fine with a second half that really didn't have the best execution. But the funny thing about that was... The game flowed really well. Part of this was on the refs letting the players play, and part of this was a little bit of sloppiness. But it was an incredibly short game because the teams just went up the floor and down the floor, even when they were missing. There weren't a lot of whistles. There weren't a lot of stops. The Lakers only shot 14 free throws tonight, and the Warriors only shot five free throws the entire night. So the game barely lasted two hours. It was it was free-flowing, and it, and it came and it went. The Warriors got to rest up their starters in the fourth quarter with the game really fully decided. They outscored the Lakers by 10 points in the third quarter, so they had a 28-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Clay Thompson started the fourth with four bench players, and he left after a very short stint. And from there on out, it was just the bench the rest of the way. We got to see some Jordan Bell. We got to see some Jacob Evans the third. The Lakers bench outplayed the Warriors bench in the fourth quarter. Uh, they outscored the Warriors by 10 points to make the score a little bit more respectable. The Warriors ended up winning this game 108-90. to so just an 18-point victory despite that 27-point lead at the end of the first quarter. But the important part about that was that, once again, the Warriors got to rest their best players. DeMarcus Cousins played 24 minutes. All the other starters played 29 minutes. It was the second consecutive game that no one on the Warriors had played more than 30 minutes. So this team is getting some pretty important rest with the playoffs starting... In 10 days, every minute that they're able to rest now is pretty crucial. So that was a good sign for them. As far as plus-minus leaders go, this game had them in spades in the starting lineup. 
Kevin Durant, plus 37. Steph Curry, plus 32. Draymond Green, plus 32. DeMarcus Cousins, plus 27. And Klay Thompson, plus 24. Boogie ended up with a double-double of 21 points and 10 rebounds. Steph ended up with 7 points only, but did have 10 rebounds and 7 assists. Kevin Durant, just unbelievable efficiency once again. 15 points on 7 shots. 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Tremendous all-around game. And with the win, the Warriors' magic number for the top seed in the West is now just 2. Means... The Warriors need to win two games, or the Nuggets need to lose two games, or any combination of those. Just two combined wins by the Warriors and losses by the Nuggets, and the Warriors will have the top seed wrapped up. So that seems pretty likely, at this point virtually inevitable, that the Warriors are going to be the top seed. And We will be back tomorrow as the Warriors play again on Friday night.